Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. While environmental considerations have caused us to look at alternative ways to live our lives, including the type of food products which we eat. Therefore, vegan and plant-based products have become increasingly popular, much to the delight of my next guest, Ashling Cullen from Thanks Plants. Ashling, we'll be discussing Thanks Plants and the recent investment which the business has secured. But first, I'd like to get an insight into your own background. Good morning, Carl. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so my main background is in retail property. So I've been working on shopping centre development really for the past 17 years. Based in Dublin, first of all, working on the pre-leasing of Dundrum Town Centre. Then I went off to London and I was based there for six years working on some major developments such as Manchester Arndale, Canary Wharf Retail. And then once the uh, recession hit, um, I made my way over to Malaysia and was working on a number of shopping malls there either failing shopping malls um, that needed a new lease of life or greenfield sites that had no shopping centre on them and just bringing in tenants, uh, working on the leasing and you know signing major deals with retailers like H&M, Nike, Victoria's Secrets. Um, but also, I always had a love of food, you know, and when I was working in the retail property industry, you know, I loved doing deals with the, the F&B, the food and beverage retailers. Um, uh, so that really kind of sparked my interest in the industry. And while in, the, while in Malaysia, I opened a cafe there, a, kind of a trendy coffee shop. And before we discuss your time in Malaysia, I'd just like to get your own insight into the future of the shopping centre here in Ireland. What's your outlook for it? Yeah, well, it's, uh, when you look at shopping centres, there's very little deals being done with fashion retailers now. And the fashion retailers that are dominating the industry are the likes of H&M, Zara, Marks & Spencers, and maybe Next. You know, they're the main clothing retailers that everything's, everyone's going to. There's no longer the smaller fashion retailers there. So shopping centres have become a lot more experiential, you know, putting in uh, restaurants or beauticians, um, services like that. Uh, or specialist stores. So it is kind of a different different type of shopping centre that we'll get because of the uh, rise of online shopping as well. So talk to us about your experience of opening a trendy coffee house in Malaysia. Well, I guess when it came to Malaysia, you know, it's very much influenced by Western culture. So you do have a big influence from Australia, but also from the UK, it being a place of a former, former uh, UK colony. Um, so when we went in to do the concepts, I didn't really kind of delve into, you know, what the preferences of, of Malaysians were. So on a broad level, um, I kept it very Western and people from Malaysia really kind of clung to that. They really loved that idea. So when you came back to Ireland, you said about establishing tanks, plants. Where did the idea for that come from? As a vegan, I was buying meat substitutes. My other half, he's not vegan. So when I was bringing them home, uh, he was looking at the back of the packs and looking at the ingredients, methyl cellulose, sodium alginate. And he was like, this doesn't look right. You know, I'm not going to eat this and we're not giving this to our kids. So uh, I decided I'd make my own meats at home and I put in just really great ingredients. And that was kind of how Thanks Plants was born. So what are the main ingredients that you're using today? So we use a similar base for all of our ingredients. We put in uh, cannellini beans, pearl barley, vegetables and spices. But what gives it that meaty texture is uh, a flour called um, vital wheat gluten. Now, this is basically your regular flour with the starch washed off. And it was discovered by Chinese Buddhist monks centuries ago. So it's very much kind of an East meets West technology. 
Um, and I think, you know, that's what makes us different from uh, other brands on the shelves insofar as, you know, maybe if you get your vegetable sausage or your vegetable burger, it's a little bit mushy. And although it's healthy, you don't get that meaty bite. But then you see the uh, more meat uh, uh, kind of substitutes that are out there that are trying to mimic meat so, uh, as closely as possible. So we're somewhere in between. We have that meaty bite but we're packed full of great ingredients. So provide us with an insight into the product range today and who developed the recipes? It was actually myself that did the recipes. So it started off with a few YouTube videos at home, like just copying of what they were doing out there. And it's, it is actually very uh, time-consuming and laboursome to make your own meats at home. Um, so, you know, I came, kind of thought, well, if this was made easier for people at home to just go into the shops, and buy these, um, you know, seitan, which is what the flour is also known as, seitan-based products. I thought that there could be a good business idea there. So you've been successful in placing the Tanks Plants brand on the shelves of household retailers such as Supervalue and Tesco. What was involved in securing these supermarkets as stockists? So with Supervalue, we were part of the Food Academy, and this is really what introduced me to doing the range. So I was hell-bent on opening a restaurant here in Dublin, and thank goodness I didn't because it was just before COVID. And I think, you know, I really would have struggled to keep going if I opened, like, literally that March when everybody had closed down. So I decided uh, probably the December before there was an ad up or something that to join the Food Academy. And this is a super value-sponsored programme. So I joined in the Food Academy, learned about the industry, and it really opened my mind to the whole FMCG market, the fast-moving consumer goods. Um, and we now have about seven products in our range on the shelves. We have different flavoured sausages, apple and sage, sun-dried tomato, frankfurter. We've got a chipotle salsa, a special collaboration with Cali Cali Sauces. We just launched our No Moo Burger last week. And we also have an everyday roast, which is a great kind of Sunday roast meal alternative. And then in September, we'll be launching our deli slices. In terms of targets, do you feel pressure to sell large volumes of units to ensure that you retain these listings with the supermarkets? Yeah, absolutely. You should be reaching a certain rate of sale every week. Um, with Supervalue, they are, you know, very supportive, as is Tesco. Uh, that we are, you know, selling uh, a strong number um, each week. But in order to keep our business going as well, it's a volume game. We really do have tight margins on all of our products. So we have to sell huge volumes in order to make it profitable. We are currently, of course, in the midst of a green wave. So have you noticed an increased demand for your products recently? Yeah, well, I think, you know, in terms of vegans, it's about 4%. Vegetarians is about another uh, 10%. But then you've got a good 16% who would consider themselves flexitarians. So these are people who are actively reducing their meat intake. And they realise that for environmental reasons, we really can't keep on eating meat in the volumes that we're eating. So, you know, they would be a good percentage of my market. People that, you know, just want to make changes here and there to their diet. Also for health reasons, you know, to reduce their meat intake. Um, but this is this is really how things are going. The people are just, you know, so aware that they need to reduce meat and, and that's uh, having a really positive impact on our business. And what would you like to say to people listening this morning that have never considered trying vegan because they think that maybe they're going to sacrifice the taste as a result? I think anybody who has introduced more 
uh, plants into their diet and reduce their meat intake, none of them regret it. I mean, they all love the way of eating and they all, you know, reap the health benefits from it. So, you know, for your listeners, if they haven't tried it before, I'd say really just keep an open mind you know, and try new products out there or just try and reduce your meat intake. Like if you're having, say, a spaghetti bolognese, do half beef, half lentils and see how you get on there. And then, you know, slowly reduce the amount of overall meat that you take in your diet. And Ashling, Tanks Plants recently secured a €400,000 investment from Reedsdale Food Fund. How critical will this investment be for achieving continued growth with the business? Oh, it's absolutely critical. I mean, uh, up until very recently, it was just myself running the business. And even until Christmas, it was myself making the products in the in the kitchen as well. So we've now been able to hire a team. We're uh, hiring more key managers. And this is really critical uh, that I don't have to um, concentrate on all aspects, that I can bring people that are specialists in their field to really grow the business further. And Rose Hines, who currently chairs the board of the Irish Aviation Authority and Origin Enterprises, has joined the board of Tanks Plants. What knowledge and experience can Rose share with you to benefit the business? Rose is just a super smart lady and she just keeps me on my toes. Um, She has come across all of the problems that every business has and she says that all of the answers are very much you know, the same, no matter what your business is. So I expect that Rose will be able to really, you know, guide us on the right path in being able to make Tanks Plants successful. And finally, Ashling, what are your growth targets for Tanks Plants over the coming years? And does it include international expansion? Yeah, we're looking uh, to go into the UK for next year. Um, but we'd like to become very much a household name in Ireland before we do that. I mean, at the moment, we're probably in about 180 supermarkets uh, here in Ireland. But in order to really penetrate the market, we should be in about 350 plus stores. So that's something that we have to crack right now, as well as extending our range. Uh, I think, the, you know, the more products that we have on the shelves, the more we stand out and people, you know, will get to know our brand. But yeah, absolutely. When we came, when we approached the design of Tanks Plants. And if you look at the brand, you can see it on the website at tanksplants.co or on our Instagram. Uh, you can see that the brand is very strong, very bright, very colourful, very whimsical. We have this little sausage dog character called Sid, and he's trying to escape becoming a sausage himself. So there's various scenarios where people are holding out bird or uh, hot dog buns and trying to catch this dog Sid to go into the, into the bun itself. So whenever people like see Tanks Plants on the shelves, it does make them smile and really makes them receptive to the brand. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Ashling Cullen from Tanks Plants. And I'd like to wish Ashling every success in reaching her growth goals for the business. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.